Whoa, am I the stock market in 2008? Because I'm about to get fucked. Whoa, Whoa. am I the dinosaurs right before the asteroid? Because I'm about to get fucked. Whoa, am I a clementine being thrown at a baseball bat? Because I'm about to get fucked. Whoa, am I anyone but me at prom? Because I'm about to get fucked. Whoa, am I the Amazon rainforest? Because I'm about to get fucked. Whoa, am I my grinder date? Because I'm about to get fucked. That's all I got. All right. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad you caught on there. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Undertaking, everybody. If this is the first time listening to, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, because your ears are about to get fucked. <laughs> We're never like this, I promise. Uh, for better or for worse, I'm not really sure. Oh. But welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. My name is Mike. And my name is Alex. And we have a show for you today. It's the one you're listening to. Right now. <sighs> wow. I was worried that wasn't going to go well, but you know what? It exceeded my expectations. I am proud of you for <laughs> put, for putting it all down. Alex came in and he was like, I have an opening bit. And Well, actually, no, you started the video and I was like, you got a bit? And you said, yeah. And then you just started reading all these jokes that you had written on your phone. How long did it take you to do all that? 30 seconds. You were driving up my driveway. <laughs> I am still proud of you. It's like, idea. <laughs> I gotta get fucked. G gotta get fucked. <laughs> oh, man. So this is, for those of you who are new listeners, this is the podcast where we do weird shit every week and then talk about it on air. And let me tell you, a weird weight feels like it's been lifted for me. Why is that, because Alex? Because for the last, I'm glad you asked. I'm Be glad that you're glad that I asked. <laughs> because for the last forever, I've been anticipating the one year anniversary because I'm weird like that. And now it's gone. <laughs> now it's and it done. And it feels like a new world. Mm-hmm. It does. You know what? You're right. This Actually, we are recording this episode uh, a week ago from when you guys are hearing this, but this is actually the one-year anniversary to the day. Hooray! And guess what we're doing to celebrate? Absolutely nothing. This! Yeah! We, but not really, because that mean, was last week. Yeah, we last week we literally did two entire episodes, which is twice as much work, <laughs> about celebrating the one-year anniversary. But yeah, that's done now. It is, but it's still kind of cool that we are currently in the exact same spot in the Earth's rotation from when these podcasts were first released. That's so fun! And guess what? What? We're, we've been renewed for another year! Wow! Yo! <laughs> Nobody asked for it, but we're doing it anyway. Yes. Yes. Because it makes us happy. Yes, and I enjoy it. And, yeah. you know, we got things going on. We do got things going on. Like, no, I'm not going to say it because it's too early and you get mad at me if I bring up the weekly undertaking. If I bring it up this early. Well, just because it's fun to, you know, sit back and talk about getting fucked with, a, with, your, with your friend for a few getting minutes. Getting fucked with your bro. With your bro. It's the best bro activity. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we got time. We can, we can chill. These people are our hostages now. Yeah, great. Well, you know what? We, we always naturally roll into it, but mm -hmm. I'm going to say let's just play it right now. Talking Bill. Talking Bill.
it's it's time for Phil Lewis, is what I'm saying. I, I understood exactly what you were doing, yeah. Because Mike Mike uh, Mike showed me before we started that Phil Lewis, um, bless his little soul, huh. uh, played the piano on his Twitter. Yes, he did. He he sang a little ditty. He sang a little ditty. So Phil Lewis, as also known as Mr. Mosby of the Sweet Life on Deck and the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yes. I did his titles backwards in the order that they that they were that they came. But um, he is our favorite actor ever of yes, all time and director and. Director he directed things? Oh, he directs. He directs? Yes. Oh, wow. He's now my favorite director. I haven't seen a damn thing that he did, but well, I'm proud of him. We should get a Film Lewis movie collection. A Film Lewis? Film Lewis! Film. Film. Lewis. All right, awesome. So, yeah, Phil Lewis uh, tweeted out an, a wonderful little song, and I gotta say, He's got quite a singing voice. He's got a good voice. He does. And not only that, he knows how to put on a show. He can play the piano, number one. One. Right right there. Music man. I love him already. Uh, I already loved him, but even more so. Uh, and number two, he knows how to do suspense. Wow. Yeah. Because, uh, guys, oh, yeah. go on to uh, go on to Phil Lewis's Twitter. It's at Phil Lewis, uh, well, three L's because it's Phil with two L's and then yeah. Lewis with a capital L. Go on to his Twitter account and look up this video because what he does is he plays a first note, gives the camera a death stare, and then goes right back into the into the play. And I got to say. It's beautiful. And, and you did some research about the history yes. of why he played this the song he did. Yes. So what he sang was he sang a little ditty. I don't know what the name of the song was, but I, I found out that it was uh, the theme song of the, the uh, television show. One day at a time. One day at a time. Which recently was canceled by Netflix. Give me a boo. Yeah, I can't boo. Believe it. boo. Damn it. Boo. Suck. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Future Alex editor man. Um, yeah. So he. Uh, it was canceled. And as similar to how Brooklyn Nine Nine had a huge celebrity Twitter storm to get it revamped. One day at a time had the same thing. Mm. And uh, recently it was picked up by, I don't want to get the station wrong, but it's no longer on Netflix, but it was picked up by Pop TV after a large, uh, I want to say publicity, uh, what's the word I'm looking Fan for? Fan outcry? Uh, but yeah, a public out after the outcry, after the movement, after the whatever you want to call it, after the celebrity endorsements of this, of this show, it was picked up. And Phil Lewis was a part of that, and his little ditty was his contribution to it. And it was great. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch that show now. Honestly, I want a Mr. Mosby musical. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would I would dig it. I would love to hear all about Marion and his... What was his... What did we find out Mr. Mosby used to... He used to be a cheerleader, right? Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was a little bit... you got to uh, get up to date on your Sweet Life of Zack and Cody lore. All right. I guess I got to see them all. I, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Oh, maybe I do remember that. Yeah, it, I just remember... I don't remember the episode that it was in. All I remember was the one line of just like, Yes, I was the only man among 20 pretty girls. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I remember as a little kid, I was like, Oh, it's badass. And yeah. Didn't he lead a cheer team? Like in yeah, the show, yeah, like, that was oh, it. he was like a he was a coach. And then you had that classic sitcom moment in which uh in which uh he does a split he and it's just splits. like oh, and you just get the close up of his face contorted in pain. Uh, they don't make comedies like they used to. No, they don't. But that might be a good thing. I, <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe we got it some isn't. good stuff now too. That that's true. But I don't know. I don't think I think that the pinnacle of all comedic anything was. Uh, clo that close-up of Mr. Marion Mosby, as played by Phil Lewis, contorted in pain after doing a split to support the girl, uh, the cheerleading team. 
Yeah. I don't know if it was the girls' cheerleading team or if Zach and Cody it, were involved. It was probably just the cheerleading team. Right, yeah, because they they didn't... I don't think that they uh, separated them between boys. I don't think no. that was the plot of the episode. No. It could have been. There was no gender bending specific... Well, not gender bending, but gender politics yeah, they, in that episode. I don't... I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I do not remember Let's that as part of it. Let's watch it again. Let's do it. Well, great. We, we did that yeah, now. We, now that's on our to-do list of yeah. things we have to freaking do. But yeah, thank you, Phil Lewis, for for giving that ditty to the world. As always, and you're amazing. Please come on the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was it's, that was pretty cool. What, did you do anything interesting this week? I reviewed a lot of things, but that Ooh, was The Undertaking. That is The Undertaking. So, no... <laughs> Outside of the undertaking, did you do anything cool? Well, I went golfing for the first time of this year you for me. You go golfing a lot, though, don't you? Yeah, but, like, winter happens. That it does. It's been, like, almost... It's been, like, eight months since I've gone last. Oh, nice. And my dad's on this weird health kick. So we did this crazy course where... And we refused to, uh, to, to, to take a golf cart. Mm-hmm. So we walked the whole thing, but we were paired up with these two other bros from UPS who just drank beers and uh, jeweled the whole time. Yo, and that sounds incredible. Th- I was jealous because I was like, man, they get to ride around, like, like get to just hit balls and eat hot. They had hot dogs, and I was just Did like. Did they drive around in their United States Postal Service truck? They took a golf cart, Michael. It's oh, a golf course. They don't. They, I don't know if they allowed the trucks on the on the course. Well, here's a little tip for you. They do not. Oh, well, uh, now I am brighter and I know more things. Yes. Thank you for informing me. Yes. But That's awesome. I didn't know Postman were that cool. No, they, they were cool dudes. Yeah. Um, I mean, how? <laughs> I, I got to be honest, though. I I am not one to jewel or drink no. in public at all. Same. So I, I, I don't know what that experience is like. Yeah, but like, for some people, it's probably the life. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. It, it certainly, it's a popular thing to do. But Dude, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's... So good for those guys. Yeah, and damn right. It's raw. Maybe I'll play with you play with you again one day. But I warn you, next time you go golfing with me, you're going to get fucked. Get fucked. I, I, was, I, I, I was a little late on that one. It. Yeah, I, 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 I fucked cool. that one up. I, I tried to do that, the gesture, but. Yeah, no, I didn't pick up. This whole theme of the episode is just get fucked. Get fucked. Which is a very weird uh, theme. For this episode, you know, it's the it's it's the first of a new era, so we need a, a a charismatic theme like "Get Fucked." I I hope that doesn't carry beyond this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? I mean, you know, it's a successful. Uh, there are a lot of American Pie movies based around exclusively that topic. Yes. Well, anyway, yeah. Reviews. Yes. Reviews. The weekly undertaking this week reviewed. We did <laughs> things. Yeah, we di- we certainly did. Um. So, we won. The challenge basically was I forget what the proper title of it was. Val read it. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. But regardless of what it was, the the basic gist of it was there are people out there that review things pretty much as I don't know if you would consider it a hobby, but as a daily life. Yeah. Some people really like it. Yeah. I mean, there were reviews everywhere on. A lot of different websites. Yeah. And a lot of them are, are very cringeworthy and bad. Famously, Yelp. There are a lot of Yelp bloggers oh, yeah. that are assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them are. Uh, I don't mean to generalize sure. the Yelp demographic, but regardless. They knew what they were getting into. They knew it. Um, but we don't do that. 
Mm-hmm. Not really. I don't anyway. No. Do you? No. Okay. Never actually. Yeah. We. I go online and look at reviews. Like if I'm going to a movie sure. or something, Rotten Tomatoes and the sure, critics sure. and things of that nature. But outside of that, I'm not really a reviewer of of note at at all. Great. Well, that's fun. And that's why we dove into it this week. Yeah. This 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 was fun. Uh, my experience doing this mm-hmm. was great. I really liked reviewing things. But not because I was hoping that I would help other people, because I was trying to make them as hilarious as possible. And everyone <laughs> I wrote, I was just like, oh, I can't wait for Mike to hear this one. Oh, do you have the, the oh, reviews? Oh, yeah, I'm going to read all my reviews to you. Oh, I threw mine out into the ether and uh, expect to hear nothing <laughs> See, back from I them. copied and pasted mine Oh, did you? for safety. Okay. So I guess... Since it's a pretty one-sided thing, I'll only review the relevant ones. Actually, they're all relevant to this podcast, I made sure. Okay. Um, I mean, if it, if it's a review, it's a yeah. relevant thing, right? Well, let me get started with a quick one, and then we'll we'll continue talking and such. Okay. Um, well, of course I had to start by reviewing Phil Lewis's excellent cameo job. Oh, I did that too. Yes. Listen to uh, Weekly Undertaking episode 51, which is... Last week's episode. Or the Best Of compilation. Episode 51.1, I guess. 0.5, I think, because it's in a half. Sure. Yeah, oh, whatever. It's but, at the end of both of those, and it's also there's also a clip on Twitter. Do you like my Twitter clip? I did. It was, it was really nice. <laughs> Thanks. I worked, like, 15 minutes on it. It was, it, was, it was very well done. I was proud of you. Yes. Well, my review for Phil Lewis, mm-hmm. if you're listening, an all-around joy who will one day rule us all, his... <laughs> I love it already. Keep going. Keep going. His cameo was nice and wholesome. It's so special to me, and I love it. That's all I said. Phil Lewis, 10 out of 10. Cameo, 10 out of 10. Mike, 9 out of 10. Previously, 2 out of 10. (laughs) You know, that was really nicely done. That was great. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I I really tried to to make them horrible in the funniest ways. Yeah, that's terrific. I just... You know, the, I that was the first review that I wrote of the cameo thing, and it took me until, like, the middle of the week to realize, oh, I'm not talking to the people that I'm reviewing the thing about. Like, Phil Lewis is not going to read my no, review. No, you're, ta- you're, re- you're talking to other people who are thinking of buying things. Exactly, and it took me a little while to realize that. No, the- so, <laughs> so the first, I mean, I didn't really t- give horrible reviews to anything, but uh, the first few reviews that I wrote were like, Great job, guys. Keep it up. Four out of five. You know, like, stuff like that. Um, That's basically what I did for Phil. I was like, excellent. This is exactly what I want. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you can still thank him. Yeah, He's I did. He's a cool dude. He is. He's the best dude. Who knows? Maybe he'll pop on there once in a while and just give it a scroll and be like, huh, cool. No problem. Bye. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> He's a very uh, soft-spoken man. He seems like a chill dude. He does, actually. So, you know, he he he's, he's probably real cool. Yeah, he probably is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it took me a while to kind of get to, get, get to that. Um, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what did I do? I reviewed a cup a movie that I saw the, during the week. What was it? I saw, uh, the new Annabelle movie, the horror movie, Annabelle Comes Home. Oh, what is that? Like the seventh one? It's, I think it's the fifth. I don't know. Uh, Jeez. it's like, it's like in the Conjuring franchise. In the Conjureverse. And I will, I will, if that is not a trademark title. That is genius. It's not. I Let's like make that. it one. Yeah. Hashtag Conjureverse on Twitter. I don't know how to spell it. You guys make it up, I guess. Um, but I saw that movie, and I hadn't seen any of the other movies, but I kind of picked up what was happening. You know, it's a cursed doll. People are dumb. Shit goes down. It's like Lady Chucky. 
It's not like Lady Chucky, actually. Oh, why? For the simple reason of Chucky actually comes to life and, you know, stabs people. Cool. Annabelle is just kind of a beacon for ghosts and demons to enter through her and descend and cause havoc. Oh, that's completely different. It Okay, you say that sarcastically, but but it's a fine distinction no, and it's an I important one. I don't say that sarcastically. I think that's sincerely different. Okay, I... Tell us about your review, Mike. Son of a bitch, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing... Okay, so it's an important thing, and if you care about spoilers for Annabelle Comes Home, I here's your warning, I guess. I don't really think it's that big a deal, but essentially my the thing was that, uh, you know babysitters in a haunted house the the baby sat the little girl knew what was happening knew mm-hmm. not to fuck with shit one of the girls did not and went into the room and released annabelle and all the ghosts that were in this one ghost hunter's ha- house and things like that um and you know it was suspenseful it was scary and stuff like that and everything but it was just the thing that killed me was it felt very scooby-doo-ish in the simple sense of there was no stakes. Uh, there was no reason to be worried. It was like, ah, scary. Exactly. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. The ghosts went after these people. However, every time that a ghost came close to someone and was just like, ah, I got you, there would be no consequence. Like, of the characters in the movie, there were zero deaths. Wow. Which is abnormal for a horror movie but i was still kind of shocked because there were there were moments when like you know you had the jump scare of like the ghost in the room and and the character is locked in the room and you hear screaming and the camera pans away from the door and you're like oh shit like delilah i forget her name but delilah is fucked and then the next scene delilah is fucked (laughs) (laughs) but and and the next scene Delilah would just run in, just like, she would be screaming and shit, but there would be no consequence to the fact that she was locked in the room with, like, the devil incarnate. And, yeah, I was just kind of like, this is, like, the ghosts serve no purpose beyond scaring people. Excellent. So, I wrote that on Rotten Tomatoes and gave it probably a higher rating than it deserved, but, I, you know what, it was a fun movie. Nice, nice, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. So, yeah, I did that. I reviewed a few other restaurants and things like that, too. Neato. But, yeah. Well... Uh, one thing I reviewed that, mm-hmm. uh, is important to us as a podcast is the handsome Squidward figurine. Oh, yeah. You know what? I totally forgot that you could, you know, uh, review objects. Most of my reviews were Amazon, so this is good. Okay. You did a media and I did objects. I guess it's also media. It's all, everything's freaking media, Yeah, man. but you did, like, you know what I mean, audience. Well, anyway, it, it's a different thing. You gotta look look away from the screen because I wrote, I wrote uh, this one on uh, on my computer. Okay, I'm, and my eyes are closed. Cool. Uh, my friend hates it. It's perfect. <laughs> that's a, that's an accurate yes. description of well, it. I'm quite fond of figurines. I'm also quite fond of SpongeBob. I'm also quite fond of memes. Needless <laughs> to say, that I exploded with excitement when I discovered this product. I just want to say, just take that first sentence. Put it on your Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> that that that'll get you a million I'm matches. I'm quite fond of figurines. I'm quite fond of SpongeBob. I'm quite fond of memes. Oh my God! Every woman in a forty-mile radius is swooning. <laughs> I'm sure they're all running here right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. I bought it immediately, and upon arrival, I was surprised to see how large it was. I understood the dimensions beforehand, but seeing it still took my breath away. He was glorious, and he is handsome. When I showed it to my friend, he called it unnecessary and strange that I would spend too much. 
<laughs> You're right. That was my first impression of it. <laughs> that I'm trying to read. I'm sorry. That I would spend twenty dollars on such a cash grab product to make made to capitalize on the creativity of fans. Since my friend is the enemy of fun, I knew that this. I knew that this meant it was a proper purchase. Now every time we hang out, I place handsome Squidward somewhere within his eyesight and align Squidward's movable. <laughs> I can't even read this. Do you want me to read it? No, I'm almost done. Okay, okay. And align Squidward's movable head so he's looking right at him. Five stars would buy again. <laughs> okay, that is lovely and fantastic, and I approve of it wholeheartedly. Oh, my head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an appropriate review. I, I, it's not a damn word of that was a lie. <laughs> oh, I would protest that I'm the enemy of fun. That was my opinion. I would just say that sometimes I think it is unnecessary and inefficient of an inefficient use of time. <laughs> to be fun. To be fun. Sure. Like, there is papers to be filed. Oh, that was funny. That was very funny. Great. I have a lot more where that came from. Great. Great. Did you have to, like, make an Amazon account or anything like no, that? No, I just used the one I had. Oh, okay. I had to make new accounts because oh. I, I did Yelp. I did uh, I did Cameo. And I, 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 like I, like I said, I got the Cameo, but I didn't have to make a profile for it. So I made three different accounts you this week. You did everything. I did. Yeah, I kept to what I what I already had to, mm-hmm. to maximize laziness. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I was going to talk about the experience of reviewing things. So, for example, every time I had an interaction with a business person, uh, I didn't want this to happen. But in my mind, I was like, I have the power. I, I'm <laughs> going to write a review on this place I am later. I consumer. I, like... It goes to your head a little bit, I it, guess. It does. It puts power probably problematically so in the hands of the, uh, of the, per- of the customer. The weight shifts too much. It does way too much because we've all seen assholish, like Yelp reviews and people that should not be judging people. Also, the scale by which people judge others—it's too much. It's, it's too harsh. It's not only too harsh; it varies way too much. Because I've I read Yelp reviews where it was like, you know, the waiter took a while putting water on the table, so I took off a full star for that. And I was like, how can you take off yeah. all that? Like, yeah. dude, people. If you see, like, three restaurants on your phone nearby and one of them has, like, two stars, you're not going to that one. No, of course not. Even if the two stars are, like, well, the two stars are the best food that I've ever yeah. had. The the other, I, I distracted the other three because I, I didn't, I like, tripped over the carpet. I tripped over the carpet and soccer was playing and this is fucking America, so I don't understand what the deal with that shit is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, and that could be its only review. Yeah. So, you know, you always gotta pay attention a little bit mm. and uh, not always... Pay care too much about reviews. Yeah. Never take them too seriously, but always give them give them the time of day. And here's the thing that I'm gonna go. I, I, I want you to save your other funny reviews because I'm gonna go on a bit of into a bit of reflection mode. All right, everyone. This is the t- this is your time to uh, put on your music and just relax while Michael rants for a little bit. <laughs> okay. I kid. I kid. Well, no, you don't. Um, <laughs> so go for it. I'll get your I'll get your opinion on this too. But I think the five star system. Is fucking bullshit. I think any numeric rating is uh, arbitrary and unnecessary and gives people... It's too easy to summarize things into number categories, Mm -hmm. which we love as people. Because we're very logical numeric people. Yes, but 
if you force people i completely agree to you with mm-hmm. you if you force people to uh explain themselves in a way that uh that does not give a general final review type impression mm-hmm. then that could be way more helpful but then the problem is that's not as flashy when people are just scrolling by quickly. You have to read the entire thing. Oh, of course, because when I want to go to a restaurant, I want to go to a good restaurant. I don't want to read a whole paragraph about what you can expect from someone's uh, experience there, even though that is the only fair way to represent the restaurant. Yes, and no one's going to really realistically do that. They're no. just going to look at the stars. Yeah, it's like um, I mentioned this podcast before, and I'm going to mention it again because it does this very well, is, um, John Green's podcast, The Anthropocene Reviewed. What he does is he takes, like, facets of life and reviews them on a five-star scale. So, like, he rants and podcasts for about 15 minutes on a subject, like, um, Scratch and Sniff Stickers. He did an episode on, for example. Um, (laughs) and he talked a lot about, like, the science of it and how... It lasts fucking forever, like a scratch and snip sticker. Like the one chemist that he cites says that he wasn't ready to put a finite date on how long it lasts, but a scratch and snip sticker will last more than a century and less than a millennia. Wow. And how that, because of that length, length there is a very real possibility that even though uh, we agree that a scratch and snip sticker does not necessarily smell like the thing that it tries to represent. The scratch and sniff sticker will be around on this earth for longer than the thing itself. Cool. And he goes on a whole big rant about that. And then he concludes with, I give scratch and sniff stickers three stars. So, like, so much is is invested in those three stars, but it's so redundant that it, it eliminates everything yes. else. Has he done an episode on the five-star system yet? I don't think he has. Well, but knowing John Green, that's probably coming up. Go there, you go. Yeah, an episode from the. You heard it here first. If he does it, it's our. We get credit. Yeah, that's how it works. Give us money, John. Otherwise, we're giving you no star review. A zero star review of the Anthropocene reviewed. Yeah, damn right. All right. So that's my reflection piece. Anyway, give us another funny thing. More reviews. What else did you review this week? Okay. Well, I reviewed. uh, Well. I'll let you guess. You want me to guess? I'll 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 just I'll just read my entire review, uh-huh. and then uh, then you can guess what what it is. Okay, fair. Would I actually know what this is? Uh, don't worry. Okay. Even worse than I thought it would be. It brought my friend and I laughter pains from how pathetic and terrible every aspect of this film is. Oh, I know exactly the what this DVD is. The <laughs> DVD perfectly captures how awful the film is. The box quality is that of a 10 cent budget movie quality. And the box art is on a thin, fragile paper. It's the perfect bad movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend purchasing for your enemies. <laughs> the Shark Exorcist. Birdemic. Oh, Birdemic. But it applies to Shark Exorcist too. I yeah. should just copy paste that to that one too. Now, you could, yeah. Oh yes. my god, what a terrible movie. Well, that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, you should go back to whatever uh, the bad movie binge episode and check out our review on that because it was hilarious. It was atrocious. It was really it was it was great. Freaking awesome. It was phenomenal. It was so good. Yes. Because it was like, you know what? I don't know what to because it was so unaware of itself. I love. Did you? I'm surprised that you didn't put in the thing about the the five second clip on repeat of every time the bird swooped and blew <laughs> up something. Oh yeah, the graphics are terrible. The I graphics forgot that. are the worst part of the yes. thing. Well. Okay, now, to be honest with myself, I put most of my effort this week into these last two reviews. Oh, I am excited. These last two reviews are of uh, things that I didn't actually purchase, but I got bored, and I was like, I'm just gonna make a fucking weird-ass review for these two things and see what uh, what happens. So the first one's for Orbeez. Do you know Orbeez? What the hell's an Orbeez? An Orbeez. 
it's a uh, it's like a big it's like a little ball. You mm-hmm. put it in water, and then uh, a few hours later, it puffs up to be like a big squishy bouncy ball that's kind of wet. Oh, so kind of like those those little um those little like foamy things that you put in the water as a kid. Yeah, but they're not foam. They're like a they're like a rubber ball type feeling. Oh, okay. People like dump like millions of them into their pools, and it's awesome. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I've they, never heard of these things. They come in packs of like. 8,000. Naturally, and, because they're so tiny. Yeah, they're really tiny. You pour some into a cup, and they blow up, and they're just like big, fun balls to oh. play with. So I wrote a review about them. I love big And fun uh, balls. this is from the perspective of a fictional character. <clears throat> I bought these about four months ago to prank my bro. I was going to dump them on him when he least expected it. On the day in question, I had my bucket of Orbeez almost ready to go when my bro arrived early. I panicked as I needed 15 more minutes for my Orbeez to reach maximum moistness. <laughs> so I went to distract my oh, bro. I Get hate, your size out now. I hate the word moist. I'm sorry. Continue. I promptly forgot about it, and we got wrecked on my mom's wine coolers. Then he left, and I... Pu- <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Then he left, and I put the Orbeez away, realizing I forgot to prank him. The problem is, when I woke up the next morning, I forgot where I hid the Orbeez bucket. I searched the entire premise, but came up empty-handed. I even texted my bro to see if I had mentioned the prank, but he said I didn't. Now I live in constant fear of a damp and squishy Orbeez assault of my own making. Five stars would recommend to a friend. (laughs) I love the idea of a frat bro, like, kind of just incompetent guy. Ah, I love that. So what is the implication that he put it on like the top of like a, a shelf or a door? <laughs> he just doesn't know where it is, <laughs> and he just he just lives his life in fear now <laughs> for like four months. He's just been like terrified. He can't fucking close anything. Yeah. Oh god, that's so funny. Oh, I love that. What's his name? Is it Chad? Uh, I'd say more like uh, probably Chet. Chet he sounds like a Chet. You know what? You're right about that. That's yeah. a Chet guy. And we gotta get Orbeez. Why would what are so is it just decoration? Is it like supposed to no, be? No, they're like cool else? little balls. They're fun. You just throw them around. You just throw them around. Is yeah, it, they're fun. They're biodegradable. You so throw, you just throw them at your bros. Wait, throw, they're biodegradable. Yeah, put them in water water balloons and you throw them at it as a colorful splash of do fun. They, do they like burst? They yeah, actually, if you throw them hard enough. Oh really? They're like little water balloons. Oh, you know, dude. But they're should, also balls. We should totally fucking do it. I'm down for that. Yes. They're, so we could just like leave them where they are and they'll just. I'll tell you what. Okay. We'll get at them. We'll get Adam. We'll get a like, I'd say like ten. Oh, you mean Adam, the guy that does the that does the music for this, or we'll get yeah, no, at, at them. No, Adam Rudy. Oh, okay. Because we need three people for this, and he's the first person who came to mind. Okay, that's fair. We're gonna get like ten packs of Orbeez, and we're gonna get the three buckets, and we're gonna go to a big field, and then you know we're just gonna do bro stuff. By bro stuff, do you mean throwing Orbeez at each other? Oh, for I thought hours. Go, I thought running to the nearest door and putting them on top, <laughs> on top of the. Then door why would closed. we go to the field? I have no idea. You're the one coming up with this idea. Great. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great. Okay. Uh, awesome. What's your last review? My last review, I could not submit anywhere online that I found, so I'm gonna mail it. Um, You're gonna mail a review? <laughs> what fucking year is it, yes. bro? Well, this is a review of the city of New York. Oh, did you mail it to Bill de Blasio? I'm just going to mail it to, like, New York and put it in a <laughs> mailbox and see where it goes. Uh, okay. All right. Here's my review of New York. And keep in mind. New York City or the state? The city. Okay. New York City is my city. I wouldn't trade it for anything. No. So I'm allowed to make fun of it. 
Oh, if any of y'all make fun of it, I'm coming after you. Let's be clear right here. But and I want to hear your review. But before we get into it, New York City is the greatest city in the world. It is shit. Full stop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a theme of my review. Oh, great. Yeah. New York City or NYC as the locals refer to it, is a place of magic and wonder, but it's also terrible. It's kind of similar it's to what kinda, you said. It's, it's a so, similar vibe. You know, it's 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 a whole thing with New York. We, we, we all feel It's it. great, but it sucks. Exactly. It Okay. It always smells like garbage, except when it doesn't, in which case it smells like feet mixed with garbage. The residents are really mean, but they're also really efficient. No fights here, just people quickly passing one another, another, telling each other to go to hell. Hell, I'd probably get death threats for this review if any New Yorker could spare the time to make them. The food is good. There's a wide variety for you to choose from, but you're probably just going to have pizza again. Uh huh. Take the subway to get from place to place. Hope you like being way too hot followed by being way too cold. And leave your claustrophobia at home because there's no room for it here. <laughs> there's so much to do in the city, like Broadway, live shows and glamorous pubs and bars. And for the other 99%, there's Central Park, <laughs> which is beautiful. Just get out before sunset because after that, there's like a one in three chance you'll get murdered. <laughs> Overall, the city is a monument and metaphor for the rest of America. It's pretty cool if you're just visiting. You know, that was a beautiful review of New York City. I'm proud of you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. I worked hard on that one especially. Um, Have you seen – I'm pretty sure I've shown this to you before, but Pete Davidson's uh, weekend update bit about reviewing Staten Island. Really? Have you seen this? No. Okay. So um, for those of you on uh, listening to this, go to YouTube, type in Pete Davidson weekend update uh, um, – uh, Staten Island, you'll see it. Great, I guarantee none of them did it. I guarantee you should, because it's the funniest bit that's been on SNL in recent years. But it's this whole thing about, like, um, Colin Jost, who's the host of Weekend Update, also went to Staten Island, uh, or also grew up in Staten Island, and everybody from Staten Island loves Colin Jost and hates Pete Davidson. <laughs> okay. And it, it, he just elaborates the difference, and I one thing that popped into my mind was Pete Davidson goes, um, after one Weekend Update review, the New York Post put this in uh, pu- publication of this one guy reviewing it and, ju- and just saying, if you keep talking like that, You'll you'll wake up sleeping with the you'll uh, you'll end up sleeping with the fishes and Pete just goes that's a death threat in a newspaper. <laughs> Welcome to New York, Look, everybody. Exactly. We will. Oh man. People that, here will threaten you, and they will do it very efficiently. They will. What's your five star review of New York City? Oh, I'd give it like 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 seven and a and a quarter stars out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Awesome. It's like it's weirdly great, it, but it's also horrible. It's New York City. New Yorkers in particular um, will shit on New York forever, but we will, if we were to rank the city, to give it less than five stars would be a point of pride yeah. against us. You know what? Actually, I'll change my review. It's seven point two five stars because it's great, but it can also be too much. You you just said seven and a quarter. Stars. Well, yeah, but I changed my my follow up to be more fitting. But it's but no. It's great, but it could be too much. But seven and a quarter is the same as seven point two five. Yeah, I know. I'm not changing the score. I'm changing what I said afterwards. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Sorry, I got. Confused. I'm sorry too. I made it weird. It's just great. Listen, I need I need to math correct. Anyway, um, have you? Let me ask you this. I didn't do this this week, but have you ever used a website uh, when you were in college called Rate My Professor? I've heard of it. You've never used it? Maybe like once or twice I've looked, but I haven't written. Oh, I, I haven't written either. I should have reviewed some professors this week. That was a good idea, Mike. It, well, it is, but it isn't. I 
have used Write My Professor many times, and it saved me from taking some terrible classes. And so I recognize its usefulness, but also, you know, I feel like... It's hard to to rate people. Exactly. There's a whole Black Mirror episode about yeah, this. It's specific people. Like, restaurants, like, anything nameless is very easy to shit on. Of course. And, like, no one's going to question it. But a person, like an actual human person... Mm-hmm. That's a little harder to to, to, st- to stand by. And it's also, when you're online, I mean, granted, you're talking to other people. But it's easier to stay. To, to shit. Because when I'm talking to you, I'll be like, I'll, I'll do a constructive criticism thing. I'll say something nice, and I'll say some, and I'll try to cushion the blow a bit. Like, I'll say, um, Alex, you're a great friend. You're good to talk to. You host the podcast well. Have you ever considered being less ugly? You know, I'll cushion it a little bit. Well, you know what, Mike? That's why we do a podcast. Exactly. Because we have faces made for radio. Yep. <laughs> Um, but, but online, someone might just say, Alex has a big nose and a dumb haircut and he's dressed like an inmate. He's wearing a white shirt and yellow and orange shorts right now. So which just... to, which to what I would respond with, how did you know that? <laughs> yeah. This is a podcast. <laughs> we occasionally do live shows. Yeah. I guess. Or we live shows. Well, not live, but we put up videos of ourselves on YouTube. Yeah. We should do a live show. We should just we... go to like a, a street corner. And, and just, just start like, talking. And just start doing the podcast. Yeah, that'll go great. Yeah. And we'll put out a little hat in front of us, see if anyone throws us money. Great. Well, are you gonna keep uh are you gonna keep reviewing things? Um, probably not, but I will keep appreciating those that do. I'll keep writing funny ones because that's I enjoy that. That's a fun time. Yeah. There are a lot of really funny uh really funny reviews online. Yeah. yeah. Well, future Alex, you know what to do. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. All right. That pick and bucket time is pick what I meant. No, I I think they got that from the from yeah. the song. It's been like three weeks since either of us has picked. So yeah. would you like to rock paper scissors it to, for the pick? Yes. Rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. What, I you, did it. I wasn't prepared because Al- I do. Alex did a gun, so I think he automatically wins. <laughs> I, I was gonna do the four bounces, but then he caught me off guard. All right, I'll just go. All right, here you go. I hated that from when I was a, when I was a kid of the kid just pulling the fucking gun on pulling you and rock paper scissors. All right, here's one that that's certainly gonna happen. What? Small talk is for ninnies. Oh fuck this. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Explain. In every conversation this week. You must try to skip small talk and go deeper by asking the other person very personal questions or asking for opinions on strong topics like their opinion on ointment. Okay, wait, hold on. You elaborated on this one. This was a listener-submitted challenge? Yeah, I guess that's what you would call it. I read it and added things to make it more interesting. Okay, so the basic idea of it is that small, you, you can't have small talk during the week. Have genuine conversations with people. Like, if someone says to you, oh, hey, how you doing? You can't say, oh, I'm good, how about you? Like, you can't have that snappy response anymore. You gotta be like, how you doing? Well, you know, I, I just gotta be, uh, <laughs> gotta be honest, Wait. you know, last night I had a late night, was watching this stuff, and I gotta give you my thoughts about the new Stranger Things, uh, Season. No, how it's going to happen is I'm standing up for this demonstration because it's going to work in audio. Okay. So it's going to be like this. Because at work, I walk by people and people say like, hey, are you all the time? Yeah. So someone's going to pass me by, like, hey, are you? And I'm be like, oh, hey, you know, I'm good. You know, my dog just died, but, you know, I'm just going to have fun, you know, just hang out this week, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm just going to keep talking to myself down the hall. Well, I mean, the idea, exactly. The idea of it is 
people don't actually give a fuck. Like, don't get me wrong. People are friendly, and I'm sure people in your life that are co-workers and that you have small talk with primarily do, you know, they, they would be sad if you died, but they don't really need to know much more about your life. And that's Mike's review on uh, acquaintances. <laughs> acquaintances. Sure. They'd be sad if you died. <laughs> but, but you can't say much else, you know? You wouldn't invite them to your wedding. They, You're not going to tell them much about your life. And the idea of this is, you know, that's fine, but... What happens when you give, uh, when you try to go beneath the surface? What happens when you call their bluff? Exactly. Um, yeah, like, what, when you try to actually delve deep into try to make that connection with someone, even if it's forced, what's that like? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm sure it won't be as interesting as we're thinking it's gonna be. It may be, it may not be. Here we go. Well, but regardless, thank you to, uh, Selena, our listener, for submitting this podcast. Thanks, Selena. I don't know you, but you're cool. Well, she listens to the podcast. What? Thanks, Selena. Anyway. Wow, that echoed. That echoed a lot. Oh, am I the stability of this home? Because I'm about to get fucked. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to The Weekly Undertaking. If you like this podcast, please be sure to subscribe. We have our information down in the description below, social media, etc. We release new episodes every Sunday, wherever podcasts are found. And, uh, yeah, we also have a lot of very nice people that support us with their art, namely Adam Rudy and Winston De Jesus, Adam who does the music, and Winston who does the podcast art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so please show them some love as well. Do it. Um, and as always, a, be- a big thank you for you to you for tuning in and listening. You're pretty cool. You're pretty dandy. And, uh... I give you five stars. I give you five stars, and if you like us, please give us five stars. Because as we discussed, even though reviewing is, you know, basic and, uh, redundant... It doesn't count for the weekly undertaking. It doesn't count for the weekly undertaking, because even though it's kind of problematic in a way, it's really good for getting news out about a thing. (laughs) And we really need that support. Even if you hated us, give us the one star, because we, you know... Gives us traction and also gives us feedback as to what we can do better. Great, and that's it. Uh, yeah, so thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week, and until then, don't forget to challenge yourself. And try something new like getting fucked! (laughs) Bye-bye, guys.